A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Okay, welcome back to another episode of Swiftish. I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And this is episode 19. 19. They're, it's crazy. There's going to be 19 hours of us talking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> Just out in the world. For everyone to see. I know. Oh, it's crazy. I was at a, um, a training yesterday where they did like your personality test based mm-hmm. off of colors. Oh, really? And they had us go around for everybody in my office being like, one thing people don't know about you. Yeah. And I was like, well, I know you guys probably know I'm a Taylor Swift enthusiast. They all laughed. <laughs> yeah. So, but I also Uh-oh. have a Taylor Swift <laughs> podcast. It's like Some of you don't know yeah. that. It's and always risky to tell It was tell silent. People. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I have a few people in the office who knew, and they kind of giggled, but yeah. it's, like, all of, like, PhDs right. and, like, doctors, health policy, know. you know, social justice, and then, yeah, um, this is Taylor. I know, because I was, I was on my way to that tea party we had with oh. my new friend. I was, like okay, like, should I tell her right now that I have a Taylor Swift podcast because she's going to see you, and then she'll ask, like, how do we know each other? And then it's like, I have to out myself You can't just say, oh, we met at a dog (laughs) park. There's so much more. What if this is, like, too much info for a first, like, meeting? How'd that go? It was good. She's She's really sweet. Yeah, she's a Taylor Swift fan, so she was fine. Did you say secret? She's not, like, a, she's not ashamed. She just doesn't talk about it like she doesn't have a podcast so I guess it's like how I like pink right I'm going to a concert but I'm not yeah yeah exactly so it's just like you know there's a lot of people who hate Taylor Swift and so you never know if you're about to out yourself to one of the enemies of the state why are we so embarrassed I know (laughs) that's the thing why are Swifties feeling ashamed for liking Taylor Swift I don't think most Swifties are given how active they are like on social media yeah but but it's easy to be behind it a yeah, computer, a, a cell phone, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's easy to be behind without your face, like, right. showing. Like, yeah. you can see the profile picture, but face-to-face, it's a little yeah. weird, like, defending Taylor Swift, or defending anything that, that has to do with, like, singers, like Lady right. Gaga, because a lot of people are like, why? Why do you care so much? Yeah, yeah. why are you so passionate about this person <laughs> you don't know? Well, and it's like, I think, for me, I'm like, I'm this older Swifty who's mm-hmm. like maybe I shouldn't be as invested in this fandom that's I, so young but <laughs> so this is what I love about the aftermath of our podcast yeah. though is because we are true blue we are older Swifties <laughs> a lot of people have reached out I to know, us or ha- exactly Thanks. so I'm like oh I shouldn't feel bad for liking yeah. Taylor Swift first of all Taylor Swift is 28 I years know. old the fact yeah. that you're 26 and I'm 31 it's not weird that we like yeah. her I know. Come on, people. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley. That's we're my out thought. and we're proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's been an interesting, I mean, it's been a very, very, very quiet two weeks since our last. I mean, on the Taylor side. Yeah. There's still stuff going on. <laughs> I know. Like, did you know that uh, maybe some Swifties out there have cracked the code of who will be opening for Taylor Swift? Oh, Who? They think. Okay. Camilla. Oh, okay. They think this because it's this person, I would have not put this together. Yeah. So she's going on tour soon. Right. So they matched up on an Excel sheet of all of the dates of when she's going to be on tour versus when and where Taylor Swift would be on tour. So for instance, um, 
there's so on June sixth she's going to be in Birmingham, England, uh, and then on June eighth Taylor Swift's going to be in Manchester, England. None of these dates overlap with each other. So like she's on tour from April 9th to May fourth. Camille is with nobody, right. and then all of a sudden Taylor's on tour from May eighth to the second. And Camilla's Camilla not. Yeah. Like, you need to see this. Yeah. <laughs> I will send it to you because every single time that she's performing, right. Camilla's not performing and vice versa. And when it goes like abroad, it's very, very close, very close very together. Similar. That's yes. interesting. Do I don't know a lot about opening acts, but do they usually have their own solo tour and then open for someone else? I don't know, but this is Taylor Swift. It's different. Yeah, that's true. But you don't know. It's just, yeah. it's very interesting to know that, that first, it'll sense. be a female I mean, opener. Yeah. Yeah. And we know that she loves Camille, Camille yeah. because there's been a lot of, like, love back and forth. Right. I don't know if this is going to be true. I guess I should listen to her album more. I haven't really gotten into her music. What's online? I like online and on air. I listen to. It's oh, pretty yeah. good. Like it's pretty yeah. good. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good to know. But people look on to look on that. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think you were telling me. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. You tweeted me about Jennifer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tweet me. So Sorry. You texted me about yeah, I was Jennifer. Like, oh my gosh. See, someone else thinks like us because Jennifer Lawrence was like. On an interview, I don't know, with BuzzFeed or something, and they were like, if you could know any secret, like, in the universe right now, what would it be? And she was like, honestly, I just need to know if Carly and Taylor are still friends. <laughs> Which blew my mind, <laughs> because she's funny. a celebrity, and right. you think they all know each other's business. Right. <laughs> yeah, and Jennifer Lawrence has been friends, quote-unquote, with Taylor yeah. in the past. They had their Oscar moment together. Mm. So... It is funny that she, I mean, Jennifer Lawrence puts her foot in her mouth a ton of times, so she just loves the drama, because she had just interviewed Kim Kardashian a few weeks before, and like, stirred the pot a little bit. What'd she do? I don't remember. She was talking to Kim Kardashian, and then somehow mentioned Taylor Swift, just to see the drama. I need to Google that. Because she's like us, right? Like, that's what I would do, too, because I'm thirsty for it. So, it's funny that she, she too, cares if they're still friends. Well, I'm I'm wondering, because there's also a rumor that Katie's going to be on, like, Carly's after the... I think she has, like, a movie night with Carly on Freeform. I read this article. I think it was on Perez or TMZ, so it's not credible. Right. (laughs) But that, like, Carly was consistently asking Taylor, will you be a guest? Because it's, like, movie Um, and a a show. So she's, like, hosting this movie night. Yeah. And she's like, will you be on my show? And she politely declined, politely declined. And then this is to get back at her, like, being friends with (laughs) Katie I know. Yeah. I don't know how much that has to do because Taylor Swift's birthday, all this drama is going around too. Right. And she tweeted happy birthday or she posted a happy birthday. With like an old photo. With though. an old photo. Ooh. See, yeah. <laughs> what, where's all the new photos? I don't well, know. Well, it's truly sad, I think, the way the fandom has latched onto this idea that they're lesbian lovers. In Taylor. Secret. Yeah. Like, I still see a ton of posts about it. I see posts about how every song on Reputation is about Carly. And it's like, you guys, like, need to let these women breathe. Yeah. It's like, Carly has a long-term boyfriend, and Taylor has refuted this rumor. And Taylor's at a point where if she did want to be in a relationship with a woman, (laughs) she probably would. Yeah, both of them could. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know, it's not like 1987, you know? I just... I don't know. It's sort of a weird thing. So I imagine that would be kind boys and of boys and girls and girls. Yeah, <laughs> it's I. I so, don't know what's going on. Yeah, 
Taylor does seem to kind of, she gets really close with people, and then she kind of moves on. Like, we had Emma, and then it's just kind of... Well, it'd be hard, right, to it's reach hard. her level, and everyone wants to know your business. And, like, if your friend is using you to be on Freeform, like, <laughs> do you really want that? Right. And is she going to be mad at you for saying no? She should understand. Yeah. So if that's true, that's really petty to be yeah. in the fight over. Yeah. But, you know, if I could, like, know any secret in the universe... What would it be? Or, I guess, I would like to talk with Emma Stone and Jennifer Lawrence about Taylor Swift. Oh. Because they all, they all used yeah. to yeah. No. run in the same circle, and now Jennifer Lawrence and Emma Stone are, like, BFFs, like, truly tied to the hip, and I wonder, like, if Taylor Swift ever comes up in conversation, because... How could she not? Right. <laughs> exactly. It's, like, unfortunate that a lot of these friendships are basically just industry relationships right so it's like they don't really know each other even if they're friendly and like Emma Stone might have an opinion on Taylor Swift and Jennifer Lawrence might and I just like I just would love to because they're friendly they're not like talk about it best friends yeah. like Blake Lively and Taylor Swift right it's kind of like, like <laughs> yeah. you and I talking about someone we like met yeah, at a dog park no yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so I think it'd be interesting to see how the other half discusses. Liz. They're probably like, just like promise. us. Yeah. I bet that the both of them want to start a Taylor Swift podcast. Yeah. But can't. <laughs> they wish they could. Yep. Uh, it sucks to be a celebrity. It does. It does. have their own podcast. But About you're to. like, you're famous now. I am a celebrity. And I told you, I told you you were famous I'm not Swiftie. a famous Swiftie. Yes. No, because no, I'm yes, not. Yes, you've been on the Swiftson feed like 18,000 No, times. five times. <laughs> yeah. I'm currently, it'll on the Swiftson feed right now, but I think it'll be gone by the time this episode airs, but I'm trying to get <laughs> Abby to this Taylor hashtag yeah. trending because Aww. I went to see my friend last week because she had this like breakup with like a, this big just idiot, this guy, this yeah. jerk. And so I posted about it with a bunch of photos and I put hashtag Abby to this Taylor because yeah. she's, you know, my right. Abby. Even she has this curly frizzy hair just yeah. like Abby. <laughs> um, so I was, I'm on it again. So it's, I think it's my fifth time. I don't know the algorithm because there are a lot of people who have better posts than I do who have more <laughs> swift sense than I do. That's why the algorithm loves you. You're popular. You're popular too. No. <laughs> because we, yes, our podcast, hard work paid off. made the swift sense feed. Yeah. Even if it was just for a brief few days, you guys, one of our posts was I know, posted. It's so exciting. And it was about how our swift how our podcast like was created and after so that we got a lot of people not a lot but we had people commenting about how they're older Swifties and how they're so yeah. glad that they found us yes someone even emailed us her name's Carol and she's from Hawaii nice. and I was going over notes today and I was like oh well, you know I'll check our email and we had an email we had an email you guys we're not waiting three months to we're talk not about waiting it. three months to talk about it <laughs> we're waiting two weeks so she actually found us from the Swift Life oh nice and I don't know if it was because we're on the Swift Send feed but it might be because, right. and you know how I said there are 18, 17 hours of us out there? Yeah. She listened to every single episode today. Not today, sorry. She oh listened gosh. to every single episode this past week. Oh, wow. 18. That's a lot she of had us. A, that's a lot of us. I don't even know if I would want to binge yeah. listen. Sometimes I don't want to listen to the episodes right. because it's myself talking. Yeah. But this was the cutest thing. She said that she tried to listen to other Taylor Swift podcasts, which are great. Like, yeah. they have great content because it's about Taylor. But she couldn't get through them <laughs> because she just wanted to listen to our voices. Because she connects with us. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was, like, really sweet. That's and so sweet. I was like, oh, my gosh, can we visit you in Hawaii? <laughs> Good I, idea. Do we have a place yes. to stay, Carol? 
That's a good point. But Carol also, she's like, I feel like she's my soul sister because she has a few theories on the Taylor's on the Swift life. Because Taylor Swift has been so quiet, and everyone's yeah. like, what the heck is going on? But she right. thinks that Taylor's trying to tell us stuff through, like, the events. So they have what a... Are so events yeah. are, like, certain time periods where um, a, a rare package is available, and there are okay. all these emojis that you can get, and you want to complete the package. Okay. And so it's themed. So we had, like, New Year's Day. We had the New Year's Day package right. with had like, you know, like cups on the ground, like just themed after the song. Right. And so right after New Year's Day, which this is what she brought up, it was fo- followed by a ready for it package uh-huh. with like, just like emojis that are like, ex- you know, exclusively for the ready for it. Yeah. Everyone was really worried and confused because it was right after New Year's Day and ready for it had been released like months yeah. ago even the music video was released right. months ago so she was thinking you know like oh my gosh like what's taylor swift being like oh god guys are you ready for the end game music video because it released like shortly after the right. ready for it package yeah so that was that was interesting i was like that could be it i was like oh you kind of have me yeah but then she was also talking about like so right after the end game music video you think you'd get an end game package right but no we didn't we got some cat event okay i think i told you about this I don't know. So this is random cats. And um, so basically you can put a filter on any gifts you're giving people. And if you press the filter, it moves out and like things will jump out at you. You press the filter and all these cats jumped out. And there was this gray tiny kitten in the middle. Right. Do you remember in the Endgame music video, there was this random darker cat in the background. (laughs) She was thinking that everyone was basically like, oh, like, you know, like Taylor has a new cat. She's trying to tell us she has a new cat. I'm like, (laughs) okay, "Okay, whatever. Like I can get that. (laughs) But there was just this out of the woods um, event, and it was a gift. And when you pressed it, there was like curtains from a theater, uh-huh. and then it separated. Okay. So she was like, maybe she's telling us that she's like getting ready for tour, and then she posted on Instagram, <laughs> Taylor Swift, Olivia stretching. Right. So that's a theory. Like maybe she is trying to right. tell us like little hints and clues, which is a very Taylor Swift thing to do. That's true. I think if you're not on the app, like you're kind of confused. confused. Yeah, I I'm on board. Yeah. It's just she's just trying to like telling us what yeah. to get ready for. I guess. Right. But I'm like, yeah. I was like, that's cool because it was really random. It was out of the woods, and you think you would have like more wood themed right. stuff, is, and it was like yeah. a curtain, kind of like you're <laughs> yeah. gonna see a show. Yeah. So what is that the most late? Is that the latest? I, I haven't. I actually event? haven't seen that. So oh. there's not. I don't think there's an event right now. Okay. I mean, I don't really not. pay attention to the events like she did. So that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. But guess what? What? She's also obsessed with my fifteen Taylor. Uh, theories. That's that's where the that's, friendship comes. That's from. That's where the friendship the comes from. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know. So we'll talk about that a little later. Yes. And so it goes. We should go into another another topic because yeah <laughs> i could talk forever and ever about the I know. Theory. I know you can honestly. i'm just gonna shake it off yeah <laughs> well the only thing that popped up when i was like what is i google taylor swift every time before yeah. we do a podcast do you have her i am interested do you have any anything. google notifications no i do oh really you should do that's it. a good idea but the only thing was that that copyright from like Year a year ago was finally thrown out. finally yeah. thrown out from the play is gonna the I don't even know what group it was it's three LW yeah. let me okay I'm gonna play you a little clip for you guys because I got this ready for you we're gonna get sued no we're not we're gonna get sued no one listens to us okay. <laughs> 
So that there's that. You know, and then this <laughs> is Taylor's. Shake it off. She's wearing a shake it off shirt, you guys. Look at that. And like they threw it out. They threw it out, but he didn't the judge didn't close it so you can never like they could still refile. Oh, okay. Please stop. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just shake it off. I'm just I know. Just let it go. But the other drama, because drama always follows, is Taylor has been doing a lot of house hunting lately. And I was reading about her basically taking over her neighborhood in Tribeca. Mm-hmm. And so she owned the penthouse suite originally, yeah. which is where I was gifted the opportunity to meet her. <sighs> and then I think like last year, she quietly bought the second floor of that same building. So two floors but below her. Makes sense. And then this last, this year, she bought the building next door. A unit in the building next door. How big is her block? Is she going to buy the whole block? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but it's crazy because she's overpaying for these units. Which is good for the... I mean, so I know some of her neighbors aren't happy about it because oh, yeah. it's like Taylor it's Swift. Like, oh, but yeah. it rises their prices. Yeah. Their house doubles in values if someone else... You know, first off, Taylor yeah. Swift lives there. <laughs> yeah, like, count your lucky stars. So did you know that there was a fire that erupted in her, like... In her apartment the last this last week? No. Yeah. Like, I don't know the exact details, but if her, like, neighbors aren't happy about it, did someone, like, you know, do something <laughs> to her house? It, the, They're pretty rich neighbors. That would be very know. shady for them to do that. Very shady. But, yeah. you know, the fire department That's just said it was, like, a, either, like, electrical error or, like, a gas, like, that started mm, it. But sad. Swifties everywhere were worried. But yeah. you guys... Taylor Swift was not there. She's never there. She's never there. (laughs) Yeah, but she's buying up the block. And um, they think what she's going to try to do is break down a wall between the two buildings so that she can connect to the smaller one so that Uh she can use the parking garage and thus enter Uh and leave unseen. But people are stressed about it because they're like, the construction's going to be so hard to like build these two buildings together. And also like just get over yourself basically is their general feeling which yeah is like you're taylor swift they seem like they don't want taylor on their block so the less she's seen the better for them exactly so they should be supporting this well okay this random little thing that i heard about her house and apparently this is from a staffer i don't i don't know how relevant or how (laughs) accurate this is but like there's a rumor that she has this five-star restaurant in her home you know, for date nights, you know, like what? All right, home? which home? The New York, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, which is really weird. So it says the source says it's just like an actual restaurant <laughs> with like formica tabletops and right. you know ambient like, noise in the background. You know, kind of make it seem like other people are there, <laughs> and like the waiters wear tuxes and they were like menus designed. So funny. But this is like the weirdest part. There's an actual bill presented at the end of the night. <laughs> Like, that's weird. I think that's a little too far. He's like, Taylor, you but we can haven't have a restaurant full of invisible people, but we you haven't seen have her eating out. Yeah, that's true. I don't think she's. The only other option is to have a... your own restaurant <laughs> or like you're cooking inside. Yeah, that's yeah. very funny. I mean, I thought that was weird. Celebrities do weird stuff. I think it's isn't like to it make... Barbara Streisand who has like a mall in her house or something. Like and you go to the mall, mall. <laughs> but you go to the mall for, like, the experience. 
Yeah, so she put put it in her house. Does she have like random people walking around too? <laughs> no, she probably has ambient noise that makes it seem like people are there. That is so funny. Ugh. I would love to go to that restaurant. Me too. Itemized bill and all. I'll yeah. take it. Who pays? Joe or Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> That's the question. They probably switch off, I'd hope. Yeah. I hope Joe no. pays. Every time? Equality, Ashley. No, because I'm sure <laughs> Taylor Swift is putting the bills for everything else. That's true. She's like I'll pay for you to fly here. You just cover this little itemized bill of this dinner yes, that I'm hosting. <laughs> exactly. But you know. I don't know if I was like, we know, we talk about how Joe's like quote unquote normal or like down to earth. Like, yeah. Wouldn't that be sort of a weird turn off to like have this girlfriend who's has this secret restaurant that has in like people voices in it just to make it seem like you're not alone <laughs> like that might be like too much for I'd be like, me. like I if would Taylor just invited me over I'd like, be like honey you know <laughs> like, it's okay if it's just you and I yeah like, it's just okay like let's turn this off and just relax a little yeah you can have butlers come and yeah. feed me but like <laughs> yeah. I don't need the noise yeah it's pretty funny yeah it's really what weird. would you do like if you were a crazy celebrity who had to live this isolated private life what would your thing be Oh, I don't know. Maybe like a movie theater yeah. with like random people that come in and like sit and watch a movie with me. <laughs> you so just I, like pay people. Yeah, I'd pay people to come. Fillers. Yeah, yeah, that's that'd what I would be do. cool. What'd you yeah. do? I was thinking a movie theater too. Yeah. I hadn't thought of having randoms in it, but I you guess have to make helps. it extra because yeah, cause a cause lot you need of the group experience. Yes, because otherwise, like. Pitch Perfect isn't funny unless you're watching it with people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's a See? good point. Yeah, you have to, like, pay people. Because, like, yeah. noise around you. No, you need someone in the back with their phone open. Yeah, you need like, someone when you're watching it. a scary yeah. movie going, oh, no! Yeah. Oh, I went to the movies yesterday, and the woman next to me had the strongest perfume on, and I, like, wanted to die. You need that. But it was, like, this is... This the is what experience. going to the movies is about, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, so we're we're on the yeah. same page because you can have like a, a th- like a theater room. Yeah, but like the my room father-in-law has one. That's yeah. not the same. You need random people you need there. A whole theater, you yeah. know, the mm-hmm. reclining seats and the lights that dim and the annoying commercials that play in the beginning. The popcorn, yeah. <laughs> attendant, putting yeah. butter on. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, to be rich, I know. But this week we're talking about So It Goes. So I can't goes. believe we're on to that. Track I know. seven. Track number seven. This is like the this is like the halfway track too, because yeah. people talk about how, you know, ready for it has the opening ellipses, the dot dot dot, and so it goes ends with the ellipses with the dot dot dot. dot. So it's sort of like a lot of people have different opinions or theories or thoughts about what this means and like why she did it. What's your hot take? My hot take. Um, well, to kind of get into my hot take, I kind of have to get into my theory. Yes! <laughs> An guys, early 15 Taylor's theory! An early 15 Taylor's <laughs> theory, because it goes into so much of the title. Oh, okay, perfect. It goes into the title. Great. Now, you're, you guys know that, um, Shelby is an aspiring writer, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. She's an English major, she knows her yeah. stuff. So I'm wondering, Smart. have you read Slaughterhouse-Five? Yeah. Okay. When did you read it? Oh, and school okay so you read in high school so this is something that like taylor swift is well read too she's probably already read this and so this probably isn't news to you i haven't read it but i'm kind of interested in reading it now i was in ap english but like we had to read of like of mice and men right (laughs) so there was no slaughterhouse five yeah Yeah. Uh, so like this is a novel by how do you say kurt von vonnegut Vonnegut. so 1969 so this is a long time ago and it's Mm -hmm. about war love hate Aliens from space? Yeah, it's pretty... 
yeah. all over the place. Yeah, it's about <laughs> life and it's about death. Um, so the main character is abducted by aliens, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, he becomes like unstuck in time. So he's just there, and he's kind of like re like follow through him like through all the phases of his life, right? It's been a long time. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> when Kurt, when he goes on to talk about um, anything, when it, when he talks about death, mm-hmm. he always transitions away from death right. to so it goes. Right. And if we're looking at like, look what you made me do. She says Taylor Swift is dead. Right. And then we have dot dot dot. So it goes. So she mm-hmm. is changing the title or changing like I don't know the feeling of the track. Mm-hmm. You go from like all of the old Taylor Swift moments to all the new Taylor Swift moments. Right. So she's she was stuck in time, revisiting all of her old selves and all of her mm-hmm. old reputations, mm-hmm. and now she's transitioning away from that to something new because she met Joe. Okay. So I was like, oh, I was like, that makes perfect sense. And then that clicked in my mind. Who is the seventh um, Taylor? I don't know. It's the Met Gala Taylor. Oh, okay. Who is the zombie Taylor bearing oh, at the beginning? The Met Gala Taylor. Yes. Whoa, so it dead. goes. So it goes. Okay. Do you think that is That's... a legitimate claim? That's my question because <laughs> I, you're ever the skeptic of my theory. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. No, that makes sense. The thing with the 15 Taylors theory that sometimes gives me pause. Yeah, is that well, I, we need the like, back and forth. We're like reading a little too much into it. Like, did Taylor plan this out this I way? Know. I don't but know. Because makes... some of them are a little bit of a reach, right? Are a little bit of a reach, but this one is pretty... This one is provocative. It's provocative because she she's... She first, is burying. She's burying yeah. this person. And yeah. the whole thing about Slaughterhouse-Five is he uses So It Goes to transition right. to something else. Yeah. Which it makes sense. Yeah. It's a mark on death. And look what you made me do just when So It Goes talks about how she's dead. And then she transitions That's into a different true. subject. And I remember when we first talked about this, you were like, what does the Met Gala Taylor have to do with anything? And yeah. So... And necessarily doesn't have to do with anything. Right. Necessarily. Like, yeah. But it's just like... It's the death of the old Taylor. Though. Yeah. So it goes. Life. So it goes. Yeah. Interesting. So. That's very... That's... That's very provocative to very me. Very provocative. Very interesting. It's one of the ones that can hold up. Yeah. I like it. I mean... I definitely think Taylor is very well read, and I think she does things. And like just people these. around her are well read too, right? So and like collaborative effort, yeah. I think. And I think it's like, so it goes is hands down a reference to Kurt Vonnegut's novel. Yeah. Like I don't think it's not you like can a, maybe yeah. it is because when you Google so it like so it goes, Taylor Swift will pop up, but so will Kurt. Yeah. So it's not some flippant. Right. Like, oh, what a coincidence. It's yeah, not. no, it's a very common phrase that is very much tied to his use of it. And yeah. I think that's true. It's like, you know, it's a bridge. He would use it as a bridge from a character onto the next scene. So Like, after that character dies, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's an interesting... All of Taylor's yeah. characters that she's played in the media right. are dead. Yeah, so it goes. So it goes. And I think it's cool because... Because of Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's like, it's like this, like, in the book, he'll just be telling the story, and there's no way, there's no natural way to move on. So he's like, so it goes. And it's not like a flippant, like, shoulder shrug, but it's more like, there's some things in life that just can't be explained. There's some things that, like, there's not a natural way to, like, process this, like, truly 
confusing, troubling event and move on. And so he just says, so it goes to capture this like feeling. Yeah. really capture that feeling. Exactly. And I think that's what's interesting about this song being the seventh track, being the, the bookend and ready for it. And we've talked about how the first half of the album feels more like a, like the parody of her reputation or the satire behind how the how people see her or how she's been viewed in the past. And then the second half is more her real self or like her mm-hmm. more vulnerable self and this new Taylor. And so I think it is interesting all the different concepts behind, well, how does this song work to end this like first half of the album? And I think, you know... I find it very interesting, just that piece of it, because so it goes, as far as, like, a song is, it's not, like, my favorite. I feel like a lot of people (laughs) sleep on it, though, because it's sexy. Yes. It's a very sexy, sexy song, but because everyone was freaking out about Dress from Secret Session, saying, like, oh, Andrea Swift walked out, oh my gosh, (laughs) like, everyone was paying more attention to Dress than So It Goes, and did you know... So It Goes is Andrea Swift's favorite song. No, yep. I hadn't seen that. Where One of the secret sessioners. Did say anything about it? Yeah, they just said it was her favorite oh, song. Like, interesting. I really didn't give a reason, which is interesting because she was, like, covering her ears because of dress, <laughs> whereas So It Goes is, like... Maybe she's one of the fans who thinks scratches down her back are referring to her kittens, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Andrea's like, oh, yeah, look at Yeah. Like, it's so, like, it is a very sexy song. Yeah. It's not my favorite song, right. but a lot of people don't give it the credit that it needs. Like, yeah. one thing that I really like about the song is that a lot of songs sexualize women. Mm-hmm. A lot of songs... There are a few songs that sexualize men. Mm-hmm. This song, she does both. Yeah. Because in the first, um, in the first verse, she's talking about how, like sexy he is how right. like she how she's tripping over him and in the second verse she's talking about like right. what she does to him so it's kind of like this has like an equalized like sexual vibe towards yeah. both parties it's right. not only like oh damn look at him it's like, oh you're so gorgeous oh, he's so gorgeous <laughs> he's so sexy i'm gonna put yeah. scratches down his back but it's more like you know i, I like how it, it's equal power which kind of makes me feel like their relationship has to have like this equal power and balance like I know should we just get into it let's get into it because (laughs) I I could talk about there's a lot to to dress down there's a lot to to dress down yeah strip it away so I think it's my turn to read um so the first one see you in the dark all eyes on you my magician all eyes on us you make everyone disappear and cut me into pieces gold cage hostage to my feelings back against the wall tripping tripping when you're gone <laughs> it is it starts out really she has this like really sultry voice yeah and just like very breathy dark. yeah i love and, breathy Taylor. yeah that's like <laughs> yeah. very sexy but i think it's interesting here her her dedication to this theme about magicians and like i think in this verse you see it like he's the magician one he makes everyone disappear mm-hmm. and then i was like well you always have that trick where you cut the the, the woman, woman half. half, yes. And so it's like, to me, there's just this <laughs> true dedication to this idea that he's this magician. He has these tricks. Yeah. And he knows how to... How to make how everyone to, disappear, yeah, how, how to, to make it just her. be yeah. just the two of them. Yeah. And, like, I feel like cutting you into pieces, like, that's a very intimate um, <laughs> phrase because, like, I'm not going to get into a box and let someone cut me up. Right. Unless I trust them. And yeah. And let, let them know that they're not really cutting me up. <laughs> yeah. I also, what I also like how she starts this, and we did talk about how 
you know, she's sexualizing both of them. But I like mm. how she starts it. Unlike in This Is What You Came For, where everyone's watching her, everyone came for her, you know, everyone's eyes are on her. Right. Here it's all eyes on you. Like, that's what she starts with. Right. And then she goes, ah, all eyes on us. Because now, mm. like, they're both famous. They're both in the lime lot because they're yeah. both dating. Like, everyone wants to know just as much about Joe right. now. So just, I don't know, I just really, and I really like this beginning. The, she has, like, this really pretty... Um, image or metaphor with the gold cage hostage to my feelings, yeah. which I think is like, you know, she's like trapped in these feelings for him. Like she can't get out of it. She's just like hostage to her own feelings, but, she but it's likes okay. It. It's like, yeah. It's and like, it's a I'm gold cage. We yeah. know that throughout this album, gold is this great feeling for mm-hmm. her, you know, because yeah. he painted her gold. <laughs> so I think that's really good. And uh, and then you have your tripping, tripping when you're gone. Yeah. It's just kind of that alludes to um, don't blame don't me. Blame me. I know, the drug she's, reference. Yeah. She's really... You guys. <laughs> she's really... Should we be worried? Should we, is she yeah. a druggie? <laughs> Need an intervention. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because we break down a little, but when you get me alone it's so simple because baby I know what you know we can fill it so what does this mean you know so I think that like just like any other relationship they have like their rough spots and they mm -hmm. have like their trials and their errors and when they're maybe out in the limelight a little bit maybe it's like it's hard right like reference to how dating as a famous person is hard right but when you get alone it's like oh my gosh like this is so simple. It's not as complicated as everyone is making right. it out to be. I like you. You like me. Um, let's not focus on the crowds right. watching us. Which is why like, we don't see a lot of them in the limelight. Which is one of the smartest moves. You have a lot of celebrities who are married. Mm-hmm. And they've been married for a long, long time. Partially because they're not out in the limelight. Right. And this is, okay, the next line, um, I don't know I don't know if you've interacted with people on Tumblr. But I posted, I was like, hey, you guys, like, who loves so it goes and why do you love so it goes? Uh-huh. And a lot of people quoted and all pieces fall right into place. Everyone yeah. was kind of like that that thing where, you know, they're mismatching each other, but they're they're fitting, they're completing yeah. each other. Caught up in a moment, lipstick on your face. I'm yours to keep, I'm yours to lose. You know I'm not a bad girl, but I do bad things with you. So it goes. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite lines is, you know, she's pulling a gariri. You know, I'm not a bad girl, but I do bad <laughs> things with you. Yeah. it's. I mean, this is, like, where it gets sexy, Ooh, you know? Like, yeah. this is way... This is where, like, Andrew Swift should be, like, <laughs> yeah, covering this, her ears. This song is steamier than Dress for Me because... Yeah, yes. I mean, dress, I guess you have the... The, the reference the she's taking. And she's like, also taking off the dress. Yeah. Like, you know what's happening. So this is more, I mean... Pent up. Yeah. It's like... I mean, it's subtle. Yeah. She's like, I'm not a bad girl, but I'll do whatever mm-hmm. you want me to. <laughs> and I like this, I'm yours to keep and I'm yours to lose. Because she's saying, like... It's all on you. It's all on him. Like, I'm here, so if you want me... I'll be here if you don't. Like you have. She's to break letting it him off. call the shots yeah. because notoriously, from what we've heard about Taylor, is that she calls a lot of the shots. So she's giving up control, which is probably a little hard for her. Which yeah. I think it's a big deal. So it goes. Okay. Met you in a bar. All eyes on me. You're illusionist. All eyes on us. I make all your gray days clear and wear you like a necklace. I'm so chill, but you make me jealous. But I got your heart. Skip, skip in when I'm gone. Yeah. This is where she like turns it to like how you know he feels about her. Right. You know, like now she's getting sexualized. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this idea where he's a magician and she's an illusionist, I really like because. 
illusionist is a type of magician, but it's usually like considered the big stage, the high drama. Yes. The the trickster element. Where well, nothing's really... Yeah, it's yeah. not like they're saying, oh, look, I pulled a rabbit out of a hat. It's like, I'm going to make you think there are things happening here that are not yeah. happening. Have you seen The Illusionist? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what I was thinking And so of. it's like, these aren't just card tricks or simple magic tricks. It's about, like, building an illusion for the audience. And Taylor Swift is writing an album about her reputation yeah. of being, like, putting on this front, putting on this show never being real, never being authentic. And so I think it's interesting that she's sort of nodding at that, where she's like, yeah, I have this persona, and everyone's watching me. Like, all eyes are on me, and so all eyes are going to be on us. And, like, whereas he's just, like, a small-time magician, right? Like, he does his little parlor tricks. She's like, I have this whole world, you know? I didn't even (laughs) put that together. Yeah, I think it's interesting, because it's like... Oh, my gosh. She's the one who's, like... She's the, the big, big deal. big deal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, you're cute with your magician tricks. Oh, like, so listen. cute. You can cut me in yeah. half, but I can make you yeah. think things are there that aren't really. Yeah. I think it's interesting the language here, because, like, I make all your gray days clear could be considered an illusion. Like, she's like, there's a reality here, but I'm better if yeah. you want me. And I think that's, it's like a nice little, like, She's so she's very confident in what she's bringing to the oh, yeah. table. I, mean, I say it every single time it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's Taylor. How could you not Swift. be? I know. <laughs> that, and, we need to make a T-shirt that says it's Taylor freaking Swift. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting too. This wear you like a necklace because he's a statement like, piece. Yeah, it's sort of like possessive. It's sort of interesting. But you also, it is possessive, but you also look to the fact where he gave her a necklace with his initial. Yeah. That's possessive, too. Yeah. But it is interesting because in the song, Call It What You Want, where she's like, Not because he owns me. Yeah, not because he owned me, but because because they really know each other. Yeah. Yeah, I like this song because it seems really smart. Yes, it's and smart. it's not my favorite, like sonically, but I really do think the lyrics hold a lot more than you hear at first. Yes, because sometimes you don't take it seriously because it's like it's, it's like, just sexy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you don't. You need to read in, more into it. I was surprised the yeah. more I read into it, right? That like there really is more. Mm-hmm. One thing I liked is I'm so chill, but you make me jealous. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's been there. Yeah, like even if he's not giving you a reason to be jealous, at first you're like. Is he dating anybody? Right. Like, and then you're jealous of the thought of him dating anybody. Kind of like in Delicate. Yeah. She's like, is it chill that you're in my head? Delicate. And she is like, she has that nervous energy in that song that's here too in a different way. Because yeah. she's like, I swear I don't love the drama, but like you're making me jealous, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I love. And then I like how like, you know, I, I got your heart skip, skip, skipping when I'm gone. Because yeah. I both, I, I love the first and second verse so much. Mm-hmm. It's just very equal and very... They're both obsessed with right. each other. Yeah. Because we break down a little, but when I get you alone, it's so simple. Because, baby, I know what you know. We can fill it. And, this is and then all our pieces fall right into place, caught up in a moment, lipstick on your face. So it goes. I'm yours to keep. I'm yours to lose. You know I'm not a bad girl, mm. but I do bad things with you. <laughs> so it goes. Come, then, this, then we go into this refrain, this refrain which yeah. what does refrain mean like and within a song what i think it's just the build-up before the bridge it's like a okay. transition okay because we have all I of these like i've never seen <laughs> i'm not a music person so i know I i'm just wrong. like the refrain i'm like ah. yeah <laughs> it's the first time i've seen it when we've been analyzing what refrain is yeah okay come here dressed in black now so so it goes scratches down your back okay, now it is. so so <laughs> 
handcuffs. That's the first scratches down your back. Yeah. That's when you're like, dang, girl. Like, what are you doing and what is he doing? Yeah. Well, yeah. this is why it's interesting to me because this is where this is where it piles on the so it goes, yeah. right? And so, so it goes. Yeah, it's like, it's not like apathetic. It's not like, well, scratches down your back, so it goes. Sorry, not sorry. It's like, so it goes, like, represents this, like, randomness between life and death. And so it's, like, interesting, this repetition here. And it sort of makes me question the entire song. But I don't know. Like, we have to get into the I know, chorus. I, was, I mean, the bridge. Maybe so it goes. The title is just, maybe it's, that's why it's there. Mm-hmm. It's more representing, right. like, the album as a whole. Right. Not necessarily death in the song. Oh, right. Do you know what little death means? Okay, so orgasm means little death. Oh, <laughs> Okay, you did a number on me, but baby, <sighs> sorry, I'm still talking about orgasms. <laughs> you, <laughs> you did a number on me, but honestly, baby, who's counting? I did a number on you, but honestly, baby, who's counting? You did a number on me, but honestly, baby, who's counting? Who's counting? One, two, three. <laughs> um, so most people think this is about orgasm. Yes, the little death. <laughs> So it goes. I see. Yeah, maybe she's just really happy to find a man who can pleasure her in that way. Which is interesting because when I first heard this song, I wasn't like, oh, she's talking about how many times she orgasmed in one night. Like, I don't know. I didn't get that vibe. No. And so I was like, I was sort of surprised to see so many people talk about that and like, oh, yeah, girl, like, congrats. Like, you found a real man or something. But then I saw this crazy review that yes. really got me thinking okay. because it was on Tumblr and everyone has an opinion on Tumblr. But basically they were like, I don't understand how people think this is a love song. Like it's clearly about a relationship that didn't work. And it really made me think about it because I was like, okay, first of all, So It Goes is about death, which yes. your your idea that it's like just a testament to how the old Taylor's dead and now there's this new Taylor who's like, born again because of her love for Joe is is one I totally see. But I was a little confused, and I only got that because, like, so it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, like, just in the reference to death. But, I, like, my first time listening to the song, it is a sexy song, but I was confused with, you did a number on me, because right. like, in my past relationships, and your past relationships, like, you did a number on somebody oh, means, it's like, a like negative thing. it's a negative thing. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that idiom is in no way positive. Like, there's no definition in any dictionary that will say you did a number on me is, like, a good thing. thing. It's, like, very much about, wow, you had a negative impact on my life. Like, you did a number on me. And so that's where I was like, this is interesting. No, we're we're completely on the same page. I'm (laughs) just, I was just looking at it more of as, like, a a reference onto, like, why it's there. Exactly, because, like, when you look at this song trying to see it as negative like it suddenly does twist very easily it because does because you have her just talking about how like you're there's a magician and illusionist yeah, exactly. and we complete each other right and you have the you cut me into pieces like yeah. you're losing parts of yourself or like you're in this cage where it's like a gilded golden cage where you're hostage to these feelings where you want to love someone but you're sort of trapped in it and then this like emphasis on so it goes where it's like talking about a death like you're trying to transition from something something sad and bad and tragic and I think it's like you realize like they're both tricking each other they're magicians they're illusionists there's like this emphasis on how there's a different side of them in public where all eyes are on them we break down a little but then when you get me alone it's like oh okay maybe it's worth it but it's like could this be a song to Tom Hiddleston 
Or I was thinking more like I didn't I, I, Calvin. I, yeah. Because I think they had this relationship where there was a lot of yeah. emphasis on them. I was just thinking just because like it's like the the build up. Right. Well, because you have, so you it have... goes, then it's followed by Getaway Car. Exactly. Well, actually, it's followed by Gorgeous. No, no, which... I'm just saying that, like, right, it's, right, like, right. Getaway Car is oh, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it goes. And if you're doing, like, a chronically, right. she's getting away. Yeah. So that could be, it. like, this might be a secret Calvin Harris song right. that no one knows about. Exactly. Cause... And there's the Met Gala, too. Right. Because at, it might not be the dress she was wearing at the actual, sh- like, 2016 right. Met Gala when she met Joe, but you right. have a Met Gala where maybe that's where she was like, oh my gosh, this guy's so gorgeous. Right, exactly. And then that symbolizes like, the death of like, the, oh. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. It's like, and plus, I think it's really interesting because you noted at this, but this is what we came for. Talks about everyone's watching me, all yeah. eyes on me, and here it's like, there's this play on that still yeah. again. Which yeah, which I like a that's nod. The first thing I thought of was the. The eyes and yeah. looking at me, looking at her. Yeah, exactly. So it's sort of interesting to think like maybe this isn't this love song to Joe. Maybe it is like this the last song on the first half of the track, which is about her the death of her the, the death Taylor. of her relationship yeah. with Mr. Calvin Harris. Yeah, and a lot of the first songs and are about that. W- like negative. one, two, three could mean it took her. So she it was June, July, August, mm-hmm. and then she started. Potentially maybe talking to Joe as right. a relationship in September. Yeah. But also, one, two, three is great. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is great. <laughs> so that's what's interesting about this song is... No. It kind of... It does feel sexy, but there's also something, like, sad that or, like... That feels wrong about right. it. I'm so glad that we talked about this because, <laughs> honestly... Yeah. You did but a number does... on me. Isn't... Like, unless... Maybe they are talking about orgasms. <laughs> I don't know. But my first thought wasn't orgasm. It was... Right. You did a number on me. Like... And if it's, like, if this is truly a love song to Joe, like, it wouldn't make sense for me to have it on the first half of the album. I want to high-five you right now. (laughs) But, no, I mean, it's just a very interesting song to me, and I think it's interesting, again, that she used it as the transition from the first half to the second half, because Gorgeous does come right after, and that's where she, I drank the (laughs) Kool-Aid and did not think about having a secret Calvin Harris song on this. I know. Well, it's interesting that, like... When did you think this? Was it this like week? The, when Today, yeah. Okay. So it wasn't like <laughs> no, you were sitting on this secret knowledge right. no, and no, didn't no. tell me. It was like, I... Because, like, I listen to the song when the album comes on, and I, like, listen to it, and I'm like, did this it make, is sexy, but it's, like, Did it make strange, sense in the line, line Yeah. Up? Because you had Gorgeous, and Gorgeous is about a girl not even being able to talk to a guy because he's just so damn good looking. Right. But then you have, like, the song before being like, but I put scratches down your back. Yeah, exactly. And so, it's sort of like the first half of the album is hands down, like, there's a satirical element to all of it. Or it's about how her reputation affects relationships. And this song isn't about how her reputation affects relationships. It's about a relationship that sort of feels that's, off. That, like, that, like, like, you have you this have great... To goodbye to it. But you also have, like, this great, like, sexual chemistry. Right. And, like that's not enough to keep you together. Like, you need to be, you need to be complete when, and feeling secure in a relationship mm-hmm. when you're out in public. Right. And when you're alone. It can't just be, like, tabloids are going right. to tear you down, but yeah. you guys, like, build each other up in private. Like, that can't mm-hmm. be how a relationship is. And I think it's, like, I'm yours to keep and I'm yours to lose. Like, there's a lot of rumors about why they broke up and how Calvin wasn't necessarily... He was taking her for granted, maybe, yeah, and like not treating of, her yeah. well. 
And she's like, you Step in the club this. doing who knows you know? what. Yeah, exactly. And that's the next song. That's the next gorgeous follows mm. this. And it's like, that's exactly what you hear about her boyfriend is that he is this magician. He's in public. Everyone's watching him. And he's not watching her. He's in a club doing who knows what. And she's sort of And just is like, I see you in dark. Dressed in black. Yes. Calvin Harris, like, wears a lot oh, of yeah. black. That's true, too. Like, you see you see that, like, photo of the both of them, like, wearing black. And yeah, that's, that's right. what pops in my head. And I see you in the dark. He's a DJ. Oh, he yeah. spins everything, like, in the dark. Yeah. And he can he can twist what you hear. Right. A lot. Like, he's a magician. He he's can do magician, things to music. Man. But he's she's illusionist. These... She makes the music. Right. He can, oh, I don't know. there's so many layers coming out. It is. Yeah, I know. I think it's really interesting. And then you just have the same... The chorus. I don't, the chorus. I, and it's, like, interesting because she says so it goes 12 times in the song. 13 if you count the title. Classic Taylor. But it's like she's driving home this point that this song, the lyrics in this song, she's trying to say it's over. Like, she's trying to say so it goes. If we really believe that she's playing into this very common phrase that means, like death and it means a transition into something else mm-hmm. then like she really has to be pointing that there's this like randomness and this unpredictability why isn't anyone talking about how it's about calvin i just think people and taylor might have driven this home too in her secret sessions where she's like joe 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 love i'm in love i'm in love i'm in love and she doesn't like people talking about the paternity of these songs right she doesn't like everyone being like what songs about who sorry <laughs> but but the so it goes that's a clear indication something right. died yeah and i that's what i think too is it's and you like, did a number on me like yeah taylor i'm sorry but <laughs> why have i been so stupid and blind yeah it's like maybe there were good things about her relationship and there was a connection there and it and they were on this, like, equal field in a way where they both had these personas. They both had these reputations. They had their public and their personal life. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes this song so interesting. It's, like, it's sad. Like, it's not, like, how dare you? You ruined me. Like, I hate you, Calvin. It's, like, Just a, an ending. And it's, like, so, so it goes, you know? <laughs> so that's that's my hot take. I mean... And I tried to see if anyone had talked about this song from Secret Sessions to see if anyone spilled the beans about how she introduced it or what she said it was about. Because I'd be really curious. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can see how this is read as a sexual love song. And I'd be down to accept that, but that would imply that Taylor isn't as... She's playing with idioms the wrong way because you have So It Goes and you have You Did a Number on Me and she's trying to twist them to be positive, which would be very weird for me. I I have to believe that she knows what they mean and that she's playing into them. No, this makes sense. And so it could be that it's like, So It Goes is her goodbye to the old Taylor and like how we talked about and how she wants to invest more time into this new relationship and she wants to honor that or whatever. Or it could be that she's saying goodbye, like she's transitioning from a relationship into a new phase which we know immediately is followed by gorgeous where she is awakened by this new crush so you do have though look what you made me do if you're gonna do if you're gonna be like sonically i mean like just cohesive right it should be um so it goes and then look what you made me do right but the way that she bookends it is perfect because she like she's transitioning if but if you're looking at it like Maybe it's not all in lineup. Does that... Yeah, I don't know if I... I don't think the album is um, chronological time-wise. It's, like, emotional, and I think the first half, you know, because you have, like, 
ready for it. And, like, all these songs that are, like, satire, but they have pieces of reality in them, like, in-game. Like, I'd believe that she does want her in-game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the way we've talked about these songs is that there is, like, this falseness to them or, like, a satire piece to each mm-hmm. of them. And so, like, with Delicate, that was, like, the one where she's like, oh, no, like, are all, is this, all these hard lines, are they affecting a real possibility? So it's, like, a reflection on her persona, a reflection on how can she handle real feelings in a world where she's presented herself in an unreal way. With any relationship. Exactly. Not necessarily just with Joe, but with, like, that's a question she's going to be asking with probably anyone she's ever dated. Yes. So Delicate, like, fits there. Then you have Look What You Made Me Do, where it is like this loud, aggressive, finale sort of song where you're like, screw everyone. And then you have So It Goes, where she has to say goodbye. Yes. So that's how I see it. (laughs) And also, you also have to put into reference that she also had like two breakups before Joe, too. It doesn't necessarily have to be about Tom Hiddleston. Exactly. But she did have two breakups even after, another breakup after the... I'm piecing out. Screw exactly. you guys. And I think the first half does play into the... She generalizes a lot of things yeah. instead of giving her specific... Exactly. Things. Now, we've talked about that a lot. Mm-hmm. That it's not necessarily, like, it's not specific like a diary stuff. entry. Yeah. yeah. So I think this song is sort of paying ode to, like, the unpredictability. And that's why, like, you know at the end of the end of the album, she, you know she's with Joe because right. it's New Year's Day. That's, like, exactly. when it's a solidified relationship. Yeah. We know with delicate it's not a solidified so it goes it's not solidified and so it just amps up to like her end game yeah so i think it's interesting that she wraps up the first half of the album with this song that's like i'm done being the illusionist like this didn't work so so it goes you know (laughs) close one door yeah one opens yeah so that's that's I think this song has more to it than people might want to give it at first. More than meets the eye. Yes, exactly. You guys, so, and that's it. That's the song. I mean, that's so we're done with the lyric review. I, I could know. talk about it forever. I know, and it's interesting. Like, I mean, the first half it's over. Like, what's your fir- favorite song so far from? Okay, so I did a little chronicalized order of like what you ranked songs? them. I ranked oh, them. It was hard so to hard. rank them. Though. I know. This was really hard, mm-hmm. but I did something bad with the first one. Okay. Don't blame me. Delicate. End game. Ready for it. So it goes, look what you made me do. Wow, that fell so far. I thought you liked look what you made me do. Do you? <sighs> Maybe not. Maybe I I'm... like look what you made me do. <laughs> yeah. But not as much as everyone really? else. Like, there's not a song that I hate on the album. Right. But I I would rather listen to I Did Something Bad and End Game. Look what you made me do. I watched that music video, listened to that song a million times. <laughs> That's true. You're so it goes. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's good. I, what about you? I would say it was, I did something bad. Don't blame me. Look what you made me do. And then, then I'm torn because I've gotten really into So It Goes since I've been preparing for this. No, I love So It Goes. So it's probably delicate, So It Goes, and then ready for it in end game. I love end game. <laughs> I know. I don't I, know. I love just, I just more of the catchiness. It. Yeah, I love. Is. So I love. So it goes. Um, like when you're reading it, right? Yeah, I like the song, but I'm not like. It's not as vibey. Yeah, yes. <laughs> not as vibey as I did something yeah. bad or don't blame me. I know. But we're kind of, our first two is yeah yeah that's I good. I love them. They're good. I'll me love too. Them forever. It's hard, you guys. It's hard to rank Taylor Swift songs. I know. It's a, it's a struggle. I it's can't not imagine a bad being one. Rob Sheffield and like ranking all of 
all of her songs. And with people lashing out at them. So yeah. <laughs> don't lash out on us. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. But um, we do have a little tea time. Ooh. Little tea. Ooh. Tell, um, me, tell me more. I think you're the one who... I did. Yeah. I saw this and I was so surprised by it. I just love how people come up with this sort of drama because last... I guess a couple weeks ago when Taylor did her behind the scenes with Ed with Ed about the making of in-game music video, yeah. she shares this little piece that I didn't even notice at first where she's like, oh, I have the audio on my earpiece and then all the dancers here are dancing to a click track. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, they probably do that so they don't have like the loud music. But like uh, other people do it too. Refracting. Yeah. So it's just not Taylor. Right. But of course the whole world like freaked out and they were like, LOL, Taylor's so possessive of her song. She doesn't want him to leak. That Didn't she... 1989 leak before? <laughs> yeah. So why why is it a bad thing well, that she's possessive? She, I know, I know. So everyone was like, she's so high maintenance. She's making these dancers just bounce to a click track instead of hearing the song because she's so freaked out. Which is interesting because it came out right as Ed shared an anecdote about Taylor Swift not sharing the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to, she flew it out to him with a man on a flash drive. I too. And, like, gave it to him to listen and like then took CIA it Like, CIA stuff. Yeah. It's, like, it's, like, intense. Which she hasn't done fair. in the past, though, because when, in her, in 1989, when she did her memos at the end, she'd mm-hmm. say that she recorded it and she sent it to somebody. Right. Maybe she trusts Jack Antonoff more than Ed Sheeran with, no. <laughs> with an audio I feel file. like after 1989 was leaked, I feel like she was, right. like, Oh, yeah. Locked down. And everyone was yeah. so hungry for more songs. Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily anyone that she doesn't trust. Exactly. In her circle, I think it's people hack her. People right. do all this stuff. Yeah, and it's like, why not protect your work? Like, it's not... It doesn't seem like diva behavior. It's not mm-hmm. like she's like, I only want white flowers in my house. If I ever see a yellow carnation, yeah. you're fired. It's yeah. like, wow, I have this very valuable song. And I'm going to share it with someone across the world, so I'll just send my... <laughs> Delicate song. Yeah. <laughs> just send someone over with it. Which also made me think, you know how everyone was like, oh, Taylor's in that trunk that they were pulling yeah. down? Maybe all of her... Like, I don't know where she keeps some of her clothes for, right. like, um, her old clothes, like what oh, she did yeah. for Look What You Made Me Do. Yeah. It might have just been clothes from right. the music video that was in yeah. there. People just... They read too much into her. I like know. we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the tea is basically like... So what? Who cares? You know? Yeah. Like, they dance to click track. I've heard of people doing that before, so I it makes don't sense. know why Taylor is getting flack for it. Yeah. But it's been a good episode. I'm excited yeah. to see what comes next. I think we want to take a break from Reputation yes. since and we've hit the middle mark. Go into songs maybe that were written about Taylor Swift. Yes. And compare to if there's any answerbacks. Yeah, old songs. Yeah, if any of you guys want to request a song that we go into, like an old Taylor Swift song, yeah, just us email know. us, tweet us, DM us, Swiftish Podcast. I know. Um, but rate us, subscribe us, let us know what you like. But until next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, you did a number on us. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs>